Minus 15. Respect all, fear none. Into the upper deck. Intensity is not a perfume. Oh, mercy! Five, four, three, two, one. I believe in this team. I believe in Davey Martinez. I believe in these players. Those were the words of Mark Lerner, Nationals owner. And they showed it by the fact that they only made one trade and one trade only at the deadline. That was to trade Brandon Kinsler to the Cubs. So the Nats are all in on this year, not ready to give up on the NLEs. Paul Mancano and Bobby Blanco, the Mass and All Access podcast. Bobby joining us from Nats Park. Bobby, how you doing? I'm doing well. Sorry, if I get a little distracted, I've got uh, our very own Sarah Perlman and Dan Coco and MLB.com's Jamal Collier, a friend of the podcast, trying to distract me while I'm sitting here trying to talk to you. So if I seem distracted, it's entirely their fault. Uh, I honestly would blame them even if you didn't tell me to. Uh, so I'm just letting our, our viewers know. No, yeah, our viewers. Uh, this is a our, podcast. Our, our listeners. There we go. Um, they're welcome to join. Well, sometimes, we, sometimes we do a video ones. I'm not entirely. No, 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 no. You're not. They're welcome to join, by the way, at any point. Uh, if you, okay. if they are free at all. Um, Trust, tough to share headphones with four people, but okay. Okay. Well then just give up before you even try. Jeez, Bobby. Um, <laughs> just saying logistically. All right. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about this. Uh, Bobby, do you believe? I can't believe I can't believe we're fighting. Uh, we're one minute into the podcast and we're fighting. We can't let them tear us apart, Bobby. Uh, Agreed. Do you believe in this team, Bobby? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I do. I, it's it's interesting. Uh, man, that was just a crazy, crazy 24-plus hours the other day because, yeah. you know, you go into the trade deadline day. For me personally, I thought, all right, they're either going to stay put or they're going to box yep. and, and make a run at this thing. And, I mean, they kind of did something in between where they traded a, a key part of their bullpen who's having a pretty solid year, um, you know, part of the law firm, to the Cubs for a single-A reliever. Yeah. Which is like, really? Um, not only for a single-A reliever, but to, like, a, um, a possible wild card or, you know, pennant opponent or playoff opponent, whatever. So I thought that was interesting. The, the Nationals still have to play the Cubs later this season. Um, and then they go out, they destroy the Mets 25 to four. Yep. That was incredible. They score a, re- a franchise record runs and, you know, I was cutting up highlights and clips for three hours straight. <laughs> uh, and, you know, at near the, at the end of the game, you know, Sean Kelly has, you know, a little issue on the mound and, you know, I didn't really think that much of it to me. My initial thought was up. Oh, he was just frustrated. He gave up that home run in that situation. He just wants to go home. Yep. Um, and then later we find out that's obviously not the case. And the next morning he's DFA. So, and then they go out and beat the Mets again and get a sweep and, you know, get closer to the Phillies who didn't play on Wednesday. It's just a strange 24 hours. But yeah, I mean, back to the original question. <laughs> I, I, I do believe in this team. It was just we, that all, how all that transpired was just bizarre. Um, yeah. I believe in this team since day one. Um, you know, if you actually would have asked me early in July when they were playing pretty badly, I was thinking, you know, maybe this just, just isn't their year. Maybe, you know, it's just not going to work out for them. But they're playing better of late. They've, you know, obviously swept the Mets. They've won uh, five of seven, I believe. They got the Reds, who aren't the best team coming in this weekend. Max Scherzer's on the mound tonight to open that series. So they have an opportunity here. And, um, uh, yeah, I mean, they can do it. It's just a matter of 
going out on the field and doing it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as of a couple of weeks ago, Bobby, you were saying this feels an awful lot like 2015 uh, when they, yeah. you know, they struggled a lot. They had a lot of expectations. They had just won the division and they were expected to win it again. And then they just came out flat. Bryce Harper was great that year, but the rest of the team was not. It's it has been an extremely interesting last 24 hours. We're going to touch on just about everything that has gone down. We also got a game to play at the end of this podcast uh, that has to do with the trade deadline. But let's start with that Brandon Kinsler trade. You mentioned it to the Cubs going to a team that's in contention for a single A reliever or pitcher. Uh, weird. Weird trade. They Mike Rizzo talked about the fact that you're clearing his salary, which I guess makes sense a little bit. But it's not like does it though? No, <laughs> never mind. Yeah, okay, so, yeah. So because you know, out of all the arms in the bullpen, there were two that are on expiring contracts already, and you traded the guy who you have control for another year. To me, that makes no sense. So that was kind of if you're on the on the surface. So you got to think, all right, there's something else to this. Yeah. So what else happened is why you're trading a guy who you have control over who's pitching well and you have control over for at least another year yeah and they've it's a 2018 yeah the money is just five million this year i believe and he's got a 2019 team option so they could decline it if they didn't want to keep him around um i i just don't understand it i mean at this point if you really are looking to get back into the swing of things and get back into this uh, divisional race you'd think you want all the pieces you could get You'd want just about every arm available. Uh, to me, it doesn't make sense. And it do- looks especially bad on the heels or coming right before the fact that you DFA Sean Kelly, which, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. You didn't know you were going to have to do that. But you'd think you'd need after everybody you could get if you were looking to make up five games in the, the division, right? Yeah, I mean, again, it, it's weird because in the, what, the uh, what, 24 hours, they got rid of two two veteran pitchers and then brought up a rookie yeah. to replace one of them. So you're down a pitcher and you're also losing some of that experience, that post-season experience. You know, it was just an odd sequence where they, they said without actually saying, we believe in this group of guys, this team, um, and then got rid of two veteran guys. Yeah. Um, it was weird. It was a weird trade. You figured if they believed in this group of team also that they would try to get some kind of help the one deal that I think people are going to look back on in frustration is the fact that they did not make a run at Wilson Ramos. Maybe they did, but it wasn't a strong enough run because he ended up getting traded to the Phillies, uh, the former Nationals catcher going from the Rays to the Phillies. Phillies really did not give up a whole lot. I think it's a player to be named later at some point. Uh, obviously, Ramos is on the disabled list, but he's having a terrific year this year. They could have used just about anybody at catcher, given the fact that Wilmer, uh, Defa, or sorry, uh, Pedro Severino and Matt Wieters have not been good. The Nationals, I think, might have missed an opportunity not going after their former catcher. That's, I mean, you can say how much you support and back up the team all you want. I'm telling you right now, if Ramos comes back healthy in two weeks and, the, and he does some damage against the Nats and helps the Phillies win this division, there's going to be some, some very upset people not only within the organization probably but around the city you know fans you know because again you they feel he's got him next to nothing yes he's hurt but he's a guy who's an all-star this year he's he's a fan favorite in dc obviously everyone loves the buffalo 
So why not go at him? Because you need catcher help. You know, if, if it's if I'm like Rizzo, I, I need catcher help and I need another starter to make this push uh, because the offense is starting to come around. You let this guy slip for next nothing to a division rival who a team you need to go catch. Um, you know, I don't know if we know for sure whether they went after Ramos or not. Um, we may never know. But obviously the Phillies did and they went hard. And, you know, like I said earlier, the Nationals kind of stayed put. And both the Phillies and the Braves got better. Yeah, that's the weird thing. Like you could if you took this in a vacuum and said the Nationals didn't get anybody. The only move they made was trading Brandon Kinsler. You could look at that and say, okay, maybe you believe this team is still good enough to make a run in the NL East, given all the pieces they have. But then you consider the fact that the Braves, not only the Braves and Phillies leading the Nationals, but these are already improved Braves and Phillies teams, particularly the Braves. Phillies didn't do a whole lot at the deadline, but the Braves went out and got Kevin Gosman. They got uh, Mike Moustakis. They got uh, Adam Duvall. They got a... Uh, several impact players that are going to help them down the stretch run. There were already maybe favorites to win the division at this point in the season. I, I don't know if the Nationals did enough. I mean, I don't know if they have the pieces in their, uh, you know, in at their disposal to catch the Braves. Maybe the Braves before the deadline, but not this improved Braves team. Yeah, I don't mean to correct you, Paul, but Mustakas actually went to the Brewers. Sorry, not to the Brewers, not the Braves. I'm, miss, uh, I'm missing a name here. That's, that's right, but it, it was a crazy deadline. Do a shame for missing out because I mix up these teams and these names all the time. It, yeah, I'm ashamed. So many, I'm ashamed. So many people, so many people moving in so many different directions. It's hard to keep track. Um, you know, it was interesting. I, I, I mean, a lot of talk, at least within the past 24 hours around D.C., has been about the Barry Soluga article in the Washington Post. And, you know... I've heard him on the radio and stuff saying, you know, by not really doing much, he, the, the ownership, Mike Rizzo, David Martinez are, are betting on themselves. You know, they have faith and they've said that they have faith on, on this team, the Nationals, as it is. And they're going to go out and, and win this division. It's also a bet against the Phillies and the Braves that they're not as good as they are playing. Yeah, that they're going to fall. And that you know, the Nationals have, I believe it's. Uh, nine games against the Phillies left and seven against the Braves to finish out the season. So you still have to go play these guys and you have the chance to beat them. But that's kind of an odd bet when you didn't really get better. You can argue you got worse a yeah. little bit. Um, and both of those teams definitely got better. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's all well and good to bet on yourself. But, you know, if this doesn't play out the way they're envisioning it, there's, it's it's gonna it's gonna be another tough pill to swallow, and it's gonna have that 2015 ceiling. Again. Yeah, um, Bryce Harper. I'm glad you mentioned he was, you know, the most interesting topic, I guess, at the deadline. Uh, you thought that they were just doing their due diligence. I thought it was weird that they even asked. Um, uh, you know, it's at this point if they really believed in the team, if they believed that they were. Um, going to try to make a run in the second half and they had all the pieces there to do it, why would you even take calls? Uh, and also, if you were looking for a crazy overpay, you probably weren't going to get it. I mean, the odds, to me, like the risk-reward, like the reward is not going to be that high because you're almost definitely not going to get what you want because Harper's not having a great year and he's a rental. So whatever you get back is not going to be enough. And the risk is you potentially frustrate your uh, franchise player right before he hits 
free agency? What if he was frustrated by the fact that his name was even mentioned in trade rumors? Now, it doesn't sound like he was ultimately affected by it because he still raves about his relationship with Mike Rizzo. But to me, the risk-reward was uh, an unnecessary gamble to even take calls on Bryce Harper. Yeah, I mean, there's not a prospect in baseball, no offense to prospects in baseball, but there's not a prospect in baseball that's worth Bryce Harper. I mean, no package is worth Bryce Harper because Bryce Harper is so much more than a baseball player to a baseball team. That's a conversation for another day. I, I, Paul, I kind of disagree with you because, you know, if a team calls and says, hey, we're interested in Bryce, here's what we have, you know, Mike, I wouldn't hang up. Right. It's like, all right, well, again, it's kind of doing your due diligence, establishing the market. We know Bryce and Mike Rizzo have a great relationship. <laughs> Bryce even said Mike texted him or called him, you know, that day when these reports were coming out and said, we're not trading yeah. you. Don't worry. Uh, he made that very clear. And he probably also explained, you know, there's no harm in just seeing, you know, what people are offering because that, you know, other teams then kind of flash their cards. Yeah. You know, it's almost like you kind of get, all right, what are they willing to depart with for future trades or, you know, they must think highly of this guy. If they're going to give him up for Bryce Harper. So, you know, it's, it's, it's part of the business, I think. And that's why what makes Mike Rose such a great GM. Yeah. Um, and that he would do that. And I, I, again, I seriously don't think Bryce Harper was ever in danger of leaving the team. And I think also Mike Rizzo's open honesty about what he was doing when those reports came out to him could also help in the long run if the Nationals want to make a serious run at re-signing Bryce Harper for the long term this offseason. Yeah, um, I, I, just, I just didn't think it was worth it. I know you got to do your due diligence at some point and you got to find out what's out there, but to me, it's just it just wasn't worth it, and I don't think you were there was really any chance you were going to get anything back in return. And then the whole national conversation. I mean, probably we had MLB Network on for about twenty four hours straight trying to follow the deadline, and it was just you know once we heard that he was quote unquote unavailable or sorry available, then all that's all, all everybody talked about. Can they trade him? Should they trade him? Will they trade him? it drives a national conversation that just didn't need to be there at that point. And I just think that was yeah, frustrating. But all, yeah. But also the other thing about that is that, you know, where is that coming from? Is that coming from the nationals or is that coming from Scott Boris? You know, could Scott Boris be putting yeah. that out there or Scott Boris people being like, Hey, you know, the nationals might, you know, they might be interested in trading who knows, you know, and then that's just kind of, someone just takes it and runs with it. So we don't really know where that came from. Um, I, I, again, I, st- I don't think there's any harm if you're upfront and you know, you already know, you're, all right, we're not trading him, but they don't know that, so let's just talk. And the player knows he's not going where, so let me just talk and see what happened and do my job. And knowing that I'm never actually going to trade him, let's just see what they got. Yeah, okay. I, I, I seriously don't think that's – I really don't think there's any harm in doing that. I think that's actually just playing the game pretty fairly. <laughs> that's that's fair. I just I, – I, to me, it was just unnecessary. But uh, none, nonetheless – It's also no, the name Bryce Harper in the free agency year, so it's like, you know – Anyone could have taken that round. Yeah, it. exactly. There, there was probably there was a whole lot more smoke than there was fire. I think on that. Um, yes, yes. But yeah. So ultimately, and I think hopefully, no harm, no foul. Sounds like everybody's fine with it. Bryce is fine with it. Um, he understands that it's a business, and maybe, maybe it could have a positive effect that it lights a fire on him. We've been waiting for and saying just about everything is going to light a fire under them. They're like, oh, Ryan Zimmerman is back. This team's going to be a whole lot better. Oh. You know, here comes Matt Wieters. Look out, league. Oh, here comes you know, <laughs> Bryce Harper after the, the All-Star break. He's fired up. Like, we've just been waiting for just about anything to fire them up at this point and to just have them get locked in mentally. 
do you think maybe this finally is the thing that's going to do it? That's going to provide some motivation for them. Uh, what is this? What the is fact this? that they they didn't sell anybody. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, and I think guys have spoken to Davey Martinez spoke to it today. You know, it it's it's a good feeling. You know, you feel good when you have ownership and the the front office coming out forward and saying we back these guys. You know. Uh, we, we want these guys to succeed. We have faith in them. We trust them. This is the team that we put together. This is the team that we think can win. Let's go out and do it. Uh, I, I think that does wonders for a team, especially after the trade deadline where they don't really make a move. They see that. Everyone kind of gets a, you know, because they're, they're, you think about the trade deadline as a player, everyone talks about it. Like, it's really nerve-wracking. Yeah. You know, you don't know whether you have to, like, tell your wife and kids, that, hey, we have to move right now, or I have to move at least, and we'll talk. We'll deal with all of that later. It's, it's a nerve-wracking time for a player. And the fact that none of these, all these guys, are, except for Kinsler and Kelly, they're all safe and, and, and now can just focus on baseball on the field, yeah, definitely is something to look forward to um, and kind of light, light a fire under your butt. And, and, you know, all right, let's go get this thing. Let's go win this game. Let's go win some games, put some, put some winning streaks together, win series. That's how you get back into the pack yeah. race and uh, overtake this division. Yeah, so we'll see if they can do it. Uh, they still have an uphill battle to do it, but – Still out there. It's also yeah. Well, it also depends on you know, after the whole uh, Kelly fiasco, you know, if, where is this clubhouse now? Um, so you know, if they can keep it together and make sure it's not like a 2015 season, yeah, they can they can. Yeah, do it. exactly. All right. Uh, trade deadline talk aside, Bobby, I do want to uh, play one quick game before we get you out of here. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. It. So this game, uh, prospect who got traded or B list actor. So <laughs> how long did this take you to put together? Quite a while, probably okay. way too long. So I came up with a list of prospects who got traded at the deadline and I came up with a list of B-list actors. I'm going to give you the choice of one or the other. You tell me which one is which. How does that sound? All right. So I'm guessing whether this name is a B-list actor or a prospect. Yeah. So I'm giving you two names and you determine okay. which one is which. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So first one, <clears throat> Jeremy Sisto or Devin Smeltzer? Who? Who is who? Devin Smeltzer. Devin Smeltzer sounds like a baseball player. I'm going to go with Smeltzer as the, the, the prospect and the other one is the actor. Yeah, that is correct. That is right. correct. I thought Sisto sounded kind of like a baseball name. Uh, kind of like Chance Sisko? Yeah, yep. Uh, it sounded, it sounded, to me, it sounds like a little Italian. I, you're, you're more fluent in the Italian naming than I am. So <laughs> that's why I thought, like, you know, like New York, like actor. Yep. By fluent in the Italian naming, you mean I took Italian and never and, learned And your last name's Mancana. Yes. Uh, so Sisto was actually an actor in the movie Clueless, whereas Devin Smelter was a prospect who went to the Twins in the Brian Dozier trade. Oh, okay. Uh, so these are all recent. Oh, I, should, I guess I should know these prospects. <laughs> uh, they're all been moving recently. There were a lot of names thrown out there, so don't be ashamed if you don't get any of these. All right, uh, I'm going to give you another one. You ready? Yep. Tony Todd and Tommy Evald. Or Evald. Ooh. Which one is which? Prospect or B-list actor? Uh, Tony... What was the second one? Tommy Evald or Evald? Uh, see, so that reminds me of Evaldi. So I'm going to say that's the baseball player and <laughs> Todd is the actor. That is correct again. 
<laughs> two for two. Uh, board. I've noticed Tommy is a big baseball first name. Yeah, Tommy Malone here is pitching well for the Nationals. Yes. Uh, Tommy Hunter. Uh, Tommy Hunter, yeah. That's that's all the Tommies I can name. Tony Todd was Candyman in the movie Candyman. I've never even heard of that movie. Uh, oh. uh, t- and Tommy Evald went to the Miami Marlins in the Brad Ziegler trade. Okay. Uh, okay. Yep. So there's that one. That was, all right. <laughs> Please remember, I'm guessing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just... This sounds like that, so I'm gonna go with it. Exactly. Yeah. No, your your reasoning was solid there. Sounds like a Baldy. All right, this one. Kyle Dowdy and Tobin Bell. Which one is which? Tobin Bell. Uh, well, I know Drake Bell is an actor, so I'm gonna go. Tobin Bell is the actor. Wow! Right again, three for three. <laughs> this 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 strategy. <laughs> oh, I'm cracking up. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> you are. It, this strategy is killing it for me. Yeah, this is an amazing strategy. Uh, I can't. Yeah, I mean, Please, I want to play this game for the end of time. I'm, I'm so good at it. Okay, I, I'm not going to write any more of these than after this today, just so you know. So you're going to have to come up with them. Tobin Bell was Jigsaw in the movie Saw, I guess. Those Saw movies. Ooh, and, I do not do scary movies. No, me neither. And Kyle Dowdy uh, was traded in the Leonis Martin trade. Okay. So there's that. All right, another one. <clears throat> Prospect or B-list actor? Taylor Hearn and Lyndon Ashby. I know Taylor Hearn. Uh, oh. Taylor Hearn is, is the player. Oh, oh, you hate to see it. I know that, I know that name. So I figured there would right. be at least one. Yeah. All right, so Taylor Hearn is the player. Lyndon Ashby is the actor. Lyndon yeah. Ashby. I okay, thought Ashby sounded like a player name. Ashby was in the movie Mortal Kombat, which I did not even know was a movie. Nope, I know it was a movie. I did not see it. Really? Okay. And Taylor Hearn went to Texas, I believe, in the Keon Kella deal. Yep, I knew that name. Okay. Uh, you can always cheat, Bobby. That's totally fine. Yeah, whatever. Um, all right. I knew that name. I don't know where you <laughs> went or who you played. I recognize that name. All right, fair enough. Another one. Uh, Andrew Robinson and Ryan Costello. All right, well, Costello sounds like a like a Hollywood name, so I'm going to say that's the actor. Incorrect. You are uh, wrong on your very first one. Ryan Costello is a prospect. He went to Minnesota in the Adam Warren trade from the Yankees. And Andrew Robinson, uh, I don't have any notes on him. He's an actor. (laughs) (laughs) He's a guy made up. (laughs) He sounds made up. It's such a basic name. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Mr. Robinson. Uh, so incorrect there, but I believe you're four for five. Yeah, four for five. Uh, yeah. All right, two more. All right. Uh, okay. Rutger Hauer and Brett Phillips. Brett Phillips. What was the first one? Say it again. Rutger Hauer. Hauer. I'm going to say Phillips is the, is the ball player. Wow. Correct again, Bobby. Five for six. Brett Phillips went to the Royals in the Mike Moustakis trade. Rucker Hauer is a Dutch actor who often plays villains. Okay. <laughs> Good to often know. Plays, often plays villains? Yes, often plays villains. Creepy looking dude. Cool, cool, cool. Um, you're doing really well. You're doing really well, Bobby. This is incredible. I got one more for you. <clears throat> you ready? Yep. Bob Hoskins and Eddie Butler. Who is who? Ooh, Eddie Butler, Bob Hoskins. Eddie Butler, Bob Hoskins. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go Butler. Wait, yeah, Butler is the actor. 
Ooh, incorrect. Incorrect. Dang. I was thinking Reese Hoskins, so that's why I went with him with the ball player. Yep, that's what I was hoping he would do. I, I led you right into that trap. You're welcome. All right. Well, hey, that's not too bad. No, no, you went f- six for eight? Yeah. That's pretty solid. I'll take that. Or no, seven for, no, either five. <laughs> you did something. For five for I seven, well. I believe. Yeah, Eddie. Won. That's what I did. By the way, just tying some loose ends. Eddie Butler went to Texas in the Cole Hamels trade. Bob Hoskins was the killer in Dirty Harry. Terrific movie. Have you seen it, Bobby? <laughs> nope, haven't seen that. Oh, it's a classic. It is. I know an it's a classic. classic. I just want the classics I haven't seen. Uh, definitely put it on your list. It's a great one. All right, thank you, Bobby, for playing Prospect, who just got traded, or B-list actor. You did very, very well. <laughs> That was great, Paul. Good game. I like that. Thank you. I think I like it so much that I'm really good at it. Yes, that probably helps as well. It took me a lot of time to come up with, so don't expect anything nearly as elaborate in the future. I can honestly say I'm the best in the world at B-list actor or prospect. We don't know. This game could exist. You never know if Cespedes Family Barbecue has played it in the past. I feel like that's a game they would play. At me, Cespedes Family Barbecue. At me. At Bobby Oscar <laughs> Blanco. Let's go. Let's the, do this. The reigning champ. All right. Next time they're on Mass and All Access, we'll get them. Yeah, which has been multiple times, actually. Yeah, uh, so let's do it. All right, Bobby, thanks so much for joining me. At Bobby underscore Blanco, you can find him on Twitter. I'm at Paul Mancano. Be sure to rate and subscribe our podcast wherever you can find podca- podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Popular Podcasts. Paul Podcast. Google Play. Uh, Facebook Live, all that all that good stuff. Uh, rate, subscribe, and be sure to share it with your friends. Bob, thanks so much for joining me. From Nationals Park, sounds like something's happening in the background. Something, something's happening. The, the baseball is being played. Wow, good. All right, I'll let you get to it. All right, thanks, Paul. Thanks, Bobby. See you later, everybody. <laughs>